Sessions. This is the Sound on Sound podcast. Indeed, this is the Sound on Sound podcast. This month, rounding up the new products from the Frankfurt Music Messer. I'm Chris Mayswright, news editor, and with me are Paul White, editor-in-chief. Hello. And Hugh Robjohns, SOS technical editor. Hello. I wasn't at the show this year, but Paul and Chris took time to chat to the various show exhibitors to see what was new. Here's Paul talking to Jim Motley from SSL, and they've announced a brand new compact line mixer called the X-Desk. It's uh, very much a, a baby SSL, if you want to call it that. Built on exactly the same super analogue technology as all of our big mixers, made in the UK with exactly the same components. X-Desk is a line input desk with two inputs per channel. Much like on the Matrix, you can take the Q stereo bus and have that as a small fader on mix down. So you have 20 inputs into the desk. We have direct outputs on every channel, and we have two aux sends and two stereo aux returns. We had a lot of customers saying simple things like cue mixes for singers and talkback when you're recording with someone in your home studio. Nothing out there did it, so we have a built-in talkback mic, and you can set your own separate mix for the artist. While you can use it as is, it can become the centre of an expandable system. So you can cascade X-Desks. Officially, we're saying you can cascade up to eight of them. List price in the UK is £1,675 plus VAT, and it will be shipping in the third week of May. It's a real SSL in a smaller bundle for the way that a lot of people make music now. This is the Sound on Sound podcast. Also new at the show was the Euphonics MC Transport, part of the artist series. I spoke to JC Hayden from the company to see what it was all about. The MC Transport takes a lot of the functionality of the MC Control, customization of the soft key functionality and soft key macros, and uh, the transport section, and gives people access to Yukon in a much smaller form factor and at a much smaller price point. And so you can see here that there are seven soft keys, and the transport consists of a, a weighted high-resolution jog wheel and a shuttle wheel that uh, can be customized to suit any user's desires as far as edit functionality, zoom functionality, a lot like the wheel modes that you can assign to the data entry wheel of the MC control. You have an additional six soft keys above there uh, that can also be assigned to any functions, Yukon commands, hotkey commands, or hotkey macros, an application switching button, and if you hold it and you turn the wheel, it'll switch through the applications on your machine. So there's a shift button on the right-hand side and when you use it in combination with the application button, you can switch between workstations, just like the MC Control and the MC Mix. There's also a numpad uh, that can be used for entering time code, but they can also be customized to call macro commands. So, in, in essence, you have an additional 15 soft keys here on the numpad, and a high-resolution OLED that gives you a time code readout, and it'll also show you what functions are assigned to the buttons if you hold the show key and press the button. And this all works via the Yukon software, so it recognizes the application that you're working with? Yes, yes, it's totally application aware, and you use a, a very similar interface to what's used for the MC control to customize the button sets. The MC transport is expected to be available this summer at 399 US. Thank you for coming by. This is the Sound on Sound podcast. Novation have updated their SL controller range. Here's Rob Jones from the company to talk us through the SL Mark II series. Um, so yeah, as you can see on the hardware, we've got uh, quite a few new features. Um, first thing I probably notice is all the lights. So uh, on all of the encoders here, we've got LED rings, um, and then on all of the all of the buttons, all of the 32 buttons here, and also the automatic controls and octave up and down, we've got LEDs behind those. So if you want to be able to see the state, you can see it really, really easily. Um, other thing you'll you'll see, we've got touch sensitive controls. 
now, so um, on the encoders, on the pots, on the faders. If you want to see what's assigned to a particular row, you just touch it and it, all the parameters will pop up on the screen. So you don't have to bother pressing row selects if you just want a quick, quick uh, reminder of what's assigned there. Um, we've also got the speed dial. So this is a feature that was first introduced on the SL Compact and then it came out on the Nocturne. Uh, on the Nocturne it was a touch sensitive control. On, on the, uh, all of the Mark II range it's also touch sensitive. Um, so as a reminder of what that does, that's uh, like an extension of the mouse cursor. So any, anything you want to control on the screen, you just move the mouse cursor over it, rotate the speed dial and it takes instant control of it. So if there's anything that Automap can't control then that's a really good backup. The 25 key and the 0 are 329, um, the 49 key is 399, and the 61 is 499. And that's UK pounds price? Yes. Yeah, thanks Rob. Okay, cheers. This is the Sound on Sound podcast. Unity Audio were also in Frankfurt showing off a new active monitor branded with their own name. Here's Unity's Kevin Walker talking to Paul all about it. We've made the cabinet out of plywood instead of MDF, which is a commonly used material uh, from other manufacturers. So it gives us more mass, more rigidity. And we've also used Corian on the front baffle, which is a man-made resin uh, from a company called DuPont. And we've used that because it has a very low resonant frequency, has uh, a lot of mass, it's very strong, very rigid, so it's perfect. The cabinet won't flex, the front baffle won't flex. It's a great material to use to mount the tweeter and the base driver off. Uh, on top of that, we've also got a, um, a real coup, actually. I'm very pleased to, to uh, report that we've, we've managed to get Tim DeParavicini from Esoteric Audio Research to design the amplifier for us. He's one of the best amplifier guys in the business. He's got an incredible reputation in the hi-fi world for making you know, very expensive, amazing hi-fi amps. He's designed a discreet, um, true 100-watt RMS amplifier specifically for the cabinets, specifically for the bass drivers and the tweeters, so it's not an off-the-shelf off the amplifier, it's not chip-based, there's no ICs, um, and tests so far have been very encouraging. It's, we've got some still, still got some tweaking to do, but it's going to be an amazing monitor. We reckon, we're hoping that we'll be shipping in two to three months, uh, that should give us enough time to do the fine-tuning, um, and the price, we're estimating the price to be around 550 to £600 per cabinet, excluding VAT, so very excited. This is the Sound on Sound podcast. And finally, I caught up with Eric Persing from Spectrasonics to talk about Trillion, the update to Trilogy, their virtual bass instrument. Here's what Eric had to say about it. Trillion is the second instrument to use the steam engine, and it's the successor to Trilogy, which is uh, our bass module that we introduced as the world's first bass module in 2002. And so this is really the next generation you have a, a lot more uh, extensive core library, so it's much bigger. Uh, you have all uh, the original sounds from Trilogy also in enhanced form, uh, where we we can uh, control the mics and the DIs of everything, and uh, it's got a new interface and all the effects from Omnisphere, and also uh, the Omnisphere arpeggiator. And one of the cool things about it, too, is that you have uh, core library integration with Omnisphere. So, uh, and it works, of course, by itself as a, as a great standalone uh, bass product for acoustic, electric, and synth bass. This is the Sound on Sound podcast. Well, that's all we have time for this podcast, but join us next month when we'll bring you more news and our regular sound advice section where we help you out with your studio problems. Don't forget to check out the May issue of SOS, in which you'll find reviews of the SE Rupert Neve RNR1 ribbon microphone, 
the Cakewalk V Studio 700 and the Roland V Piano. Also, there'll be features on Lily Allen's mix engineer, Greg Kirstin, and the Animal Collective. See you then. Yeah.